Hi, hello, how are you all? Morning, afternoon and night, depending where you are. Good to have you with me on another episode of A Lousy Talks. Today we'll be talking about friends. So I really loved friends growing up. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. I'm not talking about friends, the episode, the um, the TV show, that. I'm talking about friends. Friends you have in life, friends that you meet along the way. Some you stay with, some you don't. Some, some hang around, some disappear. Some of your best mates can turn into uh, absolute strangers, and some strangers can turn into your best mates. It's such a journey we go through in life. Um, I was never set to one group of friends. Uh, I think moving around a lot when I was younger sort of opened up that social sort of part of me where I was, I'd never get too comfortable with a set of group of mates. I'd always uh, move to some other place and then have new friends and then move to another place. And then and there was a time that I decided I just wanted to have one group of friends, my friends. And we will uh, work, work the way up to them guys. Because obviously even them guys, ones I thought were my friends for life, I think I only speak to two, three, three of them. Maybe four. Well, we get in contact a lot now in the in the uh, in the present months. Um, but no, it was a it was a lot of uh, different sort of groups of friends. Uh, friends that I uh, was good friends with, but they were sort of in a different. This is just my take on it, obviously, because like the people I grew up with were really good kids, really come from really nice families, and. There were their families helped me out a lot, so it was a uh, it's a strange thing. But being the only one like it in the group, it was a little bit different. So I wanted sort of people that I wanted to know people that were very similar to myself because obviously going through similar um, similar things together, you sort of you sort of feel a bit more. Um, I want to say worthy but you feel a bit more sort of the same. So it was a nicer feeling. Like we've all uh, we've all had a little bit of this and that. Because it was a uh, it was a funny funny world growing up. It was literally the amount of fights, tussles, even just silly things that we used to get up to. But as kids, we've all gone and done crazy, stupid things, and uh, I think that's what sort of gets us into life. Where everyone's moaning about now that like, oh kids don't go out, okay, kids don't. I was like, God, I was out the house twenty four seven. If I had the opportunity, literally, I would wake up, bomb out the house, gone. If I were, if, when I got to, when I was allowed to sort of get out the house and stay out, it would be till nine, ten o'clock. I was out that house as long as possible. But again, I sort of remember sort of friends from a young age. You sort of get a few friends and then move on. So I think from primary school was my uh, my first sort of recollection of sort of friends that were sort of going to sort of be around for a long time because I was in living in Hoddesdon in that sort of area, going primary school. I went through uh, primary school into secondary school. So there was a lot of um, a lot of different friendships, little friendship groups that I uh, sort of went in and out of. Um, I had the I had the good kids, I'd say, for a good couple of years. Um, I'd, hung, I'd hang about with some other people as well because I was just open to speaking to a lot of different people. and. Um, yeah, it was very, uh, it was very strange growing up because these kids they had everything. Do you know what I mean? And I used to look at them and I think, oh god, 
Uh, I don't think I ever sort of, I was jealous or I just just wanted the things that they had, I guess. That was just something that I wanted when I was little. And I think that's just something you, everyone as a child feels like. Um, we always used to say, oh, this one's got, he's like, he's got old kickers. And mine used to be like, back in, doesn't matter what he's got. You know what I mean? He's not you. It's what you get. You just get what you're given. Is that cool? So uh, maybe that's just me being a little bit sort of um, harsh on myself, maybe just thinking about it. But it was a uh, it, you learn a lot of things. So we had a good good couple of uh, mates from primary school sort of goes up. So there was one person I sort of still remember sort of from my Holbrook days. I still see a few people, um, but not sort of very close friends. Um, so, yeah, my closest friends would have been my primary school guys. That would have been my mate Drew, Gum, Ryan. Um, who was it? Drew, Gum, Ryan. I think that was it. Joe Dange. Gum, uh, Drew, Ryan. I think that was our little our little clan we used to hang by the bin. What is it with bins and kids? They just love to hang about bins and stuff. So there was a lot of, uh, a lot of things we used to get up to. So with these guys... It was just growing up, sort of kissing birds, getting girls, trying to be the first one that pulls, the first one that gets the first base, the, always trying to um, outdo the other person. It was always, it's just a little competition. Always, it was me, sort of the clown of the group. I was always the one doing things, trying and trying to beat everyone to everything. But I think that was just the, like the uh, the hunger in me that just always wanted to to try to do more or to do better. It was just always in me to work harder, to try to, to to impress, make people laugh. I always wanted to make people smile and stuff. And as you grow up, you know, kids can be assholes and you fight amongst each other, like literally any sort of thing that you can get to take the piss out of each other, they would rinse the shit out of you. But that's what I think's good. It's a good upbringing. It teaches you a lot in life. You know, it teaches you a lot. As you grow up, you think, oh, these adults know and as I grew up, I just found out adults are worse than kids because when you grew and you started seeing all these adults that were supposed to know what they what they were doing, they had no absolute clue. So you as a kid knowing what to do, you're probably in a better position now. But again, we still don't know what the hell we're doing. So I think they were, uh, it was that they were, they were a good set of friends to sort of have as growing up um, before that. Yeah, I had a, a few different friends because so, I lived in sort of backwards and forwards from Wolfram Cross. So I sort of had a group of friends from Wolfram Cross. Um, and they were all uh, they were all bad mans. And this is just from a young age. Like, we was all cool when we was kids, little kids. And then as soon as you sort of got to a teenage age, all these people started wanting to be gangsters and fucking bad mans. And to be honest with you, if I think back now to the people I knew then and where they are now, I've heard a lot of different stories. Most of them are in jail. Some could be, some could be dead. Some could be uh, still doing what they do. Some people might have got out of that cycle and started to do better. But when I was younger, it used to be an absolute madness having to get on with people from Wolfram Cross. Don't get uh, get on with people from Cheshire. My main mates were people in the Springs. Used to walk up to Hoddesdon because that's where I used to live, which I had my main mates used to live. And uh, yeah, you just see the difference between each groups and. Like in each group, I learned different things, do you know what I mean? And I was always happy to be friends with everyone, but you weren't allowed to be friends with um, the Springs if you was a crossboy, if you was a Cheson. It's not even gang-related. It's just absolute stupidity. But it's, it's kids when you're grown up. 
just what you sort of see and what you sort of uh, grow up around. And sort of the kids are sort of hung around. They all wanted to fucking rob each other. And do you know what I mean? They're all about this life, fucking drug dealing, doing this, doing that, trying to be a big man, trying to be this. I don't know. I don't know. Never really interested me all of that jazz. I used to do bits and bobs, obviously. I've had to get my ass out of uh, where I uh, where I came from. I never had much. So to get stuff, I've had to do little bits and bobs growing up. But it was I was a child. Do you know what I mean? I was a kid. <laughs> if you think about it, it's absolutely crazy. But, um, yeah, so trying to figure out sort of who my friends are and who my friends were. These guys that I sort of spent a lot of time with from primary school to seven before I left my aunties, um, they were my good friend. They were my my bestest, closest friends. They were good lads. And always, like I say before, their their parents used to uh, look after them. And we had some mad times. We used to do some crazy stuff. It was just, there was times when we used to get chased by the travellers in town because they was love always causing rows. And then the kids used to row with these. And then it was me and my mates, Juv, and I can't remember who else. There was another guy once who was driving these bikes around the back of uh, Cock Lane in Odiston. And as we was coming around the corner... Like um, these travellers have just stopped. They're Irish boys, all Irish boys, all Irish boys. And um, so basically, uh, yeah, this is getting bad trouble all the time. There was always something going down, always something happening. But it was, it was just as it was when you were kids. Do you know what I mean? And everyone was sort of doing what they were doing, and you just got out there and tried to live life. And coming from sort of like nothing, you sort of not got too much around you. I used to have a cousin. Anything used to happen, we used to go and speak to my cousin. I, I, that was the only sort of help or sort of guidance, I guess, I had. Obviously, my friends, um, I don't think they ever did too much. We didn't really get into many sort of brawls or fights like that as a youngster. Just we was good kids, to be honest with you. We used to just get bits. And then I think I always sort of ventured out of the uh, out of the ordinary with the group. And I guess that's just from what I was uh, going through at the time was a little bit different to them. Uh, and that's where I started to sort of feel like a, a distancing sort of happening. I, I had moved from where I lived to my new area. And in where that new area was, it was supposed to be some, oh, scary place, don't go down there. And I knew this area all my life because it was where my cousin lived. And my mum lived there at some point. Um so I lived there for a while. So, yeah, the springs, it was supposed to be, oh, don't go down there. Like kids from Hoddison wouldn't go to people from across. It was a, like, it's a strange thing. But to me, it was just they were my group of mates. So I left my group of friends in Hoddison uh, when I moved from my aunties to my brother's dad, my dad's. Uh, and then I sort of bumped into this other group of people. And these these kids are the kids that I thought were going to be my friends for life. I had some weird... Um, like I don't know, deja vu or something. When I was younger, I was we was all sitting in the forest smoking joints, whatever we was doing, throwing stones at each other. And I remember sitting on this this bench, not a bench. So we used to go into the woods, and it used to be this massive barge. I don't know how it was there. It must have been an old river or something. But we used to go in there and do whatever we used to hide and do whatever we was doing. Bit naughty, do you know what I mean? But that's what we was kids. And uh, yeah, I remember sitting on this tree, and there was all three of them lined up, and all every one of their faces. I just remember like it was um it was it, when I had the like the the thought it felt like it, I knew them for forever and I thought oh this is my vision this is going to be my friends these are the people I should stick around with and hang about with and make sure that this is where things are going to go and you're young 
you learn a lot of things, do you know what I mean? And as you grow up, you sort of sort to realise some people, they only sort of hang around you for certain reasons. And the people that you have around you, you've got to really, I wouldn't say filter them out and stuff, but it takes a lot to learn because I had to make a lot of mistakes with friends, trusting people and uh, treating people how I thought I want to be treated to have no treatment back exactly. So you, you, you learn a lot and you have to go through these certain things in life, I think, like, and I think everyone goes through them. Trials and tribulations, shall we say? It's all, um, it's all a bit of a, uh, it's all a bit of a game. But you meet some good people along the way, and can meet some really, uh, some really bad people along the way. But as long as you learn and find out quickly, it shouldn't really affect you too much. As long as you sort of know, like it's a funny thing that like my family or my nan, she always used to say, "Oh, your friends don't have too many friends." They'll they'll take you this this and I was like no friends all I got my friends my friends yeah friends more than family friends are my friends yeah, I'd go and see my mates my mates and I remember this is something that my mum used to do as a yeah like she was always going out to see her mates going out going out to see her mates and really do do these people had had these good intentions for you because as an adult I've learned to say they say show me your friends and I will show you your future and I'm such a great believer on that now because. <sighs> Not say like don't regret anything. I'm just saying if I would have set my friends, if I would have stayed with the friends that I was, that were working hard and doing a lot more in life. In that sense, I would have probably worked harder to try to surpass them instead of me sort of going backwards, thinking, oh yeah, yeah, this is where I want to be. This is my, this is my, uh, this is my, um, this is my fate. These are my mates. This is what we're doing. So yeah, I was hanging about with these sort of guys. We used to get up into all sorts of uh, nonsense. Wasn't going to school much. Um, yeah, I remember a lot of, uh, I don't say bunking, I just, I, I had like two, three lessons a week. So yeah, I was out down, down the back of Broxbourne school. I was always at someone else's school. It was weird. So I'd have to go to my school, but I lived in Waltham Cross, which is um, about seven, eight miles away from Hoddesdon, which is where my school was. So I was getting up every morning to get the bus to go from Waltham Cross to Hoddesdon to go to school. And it was just long. It was just so I just ended up getting off halfway and ended up going to see my mates if they were uh, about. And they usually was. And we usually um, got up to a lot of naughty stuff in school times when we should have been at school and should have been uh, doing things. It was, uh, oh, I remember getting, we got, I don't know how we ended up with it, but me and my mate bought a Vauxhall Astra, I believe it was. Uh, no engine in it. So what we used to do, we used to just wheel it around the estate and uh, someone would be in the driving seat, someone would be pushing and we used to just wheel it around the estate and just somewhere to have a joint or something because there was like, I used to come out and that's where we used to coach. And we used to chill in there, um, <laughs> literally parking in different places all the time. It was never on. We used to just take the handbrake on, boom, push the car around. It was so, so weird if we think back to it. And then one day we... Uh, we were sitting in it down near the back of uh, the, um, what was it called? Um, oh, come on. It's uh, a college. So we had a term for college field right at the back. And as we're sitting down there, there was three of us, three or four of us in there. And uh, the old Bill were chasing someone. And as they've chased someone, they've ended up parking up right behind us. And they've gone to get someone else. But we've all panicked. So instead of us just sitting still, not doing nothing. We've got out to run 
and uh yeah the police got us <laughs> the police got us <laughs> uh so we were sitting there like it was cozy we was like no idea da, da, da. and uh, we had a friend we had a friend with us and uh, it was always always funny when this kid used to be uh, with us because he, he always used to get the uh, the next thing that was going to happen. So so they were all asking us. He had one guy with us who had a uh, his school uniform on. So he was said, you can go off because you're supposed to be at school. So you shoe off. He shooed off. And then they said to my other mate, they said, so all right, what's your name? He said, can, I, can, can you just... Um, can I just spell it to you so you don't, because um, you're just going to think I'm lying. And they're like, no, no, what's your name? And you went, all right. Bluis. And then they went, no, no, stop lying. What's your name? And he said, I said that to you. That's what I was going to say. Because his name was Bluish Grey. And uh, yeah, they always thought they were taking the piss, but they wasn't taking the piss. He was, this is the truth. So yeah, they, they just ended up taking the stuff of us, taking the keys. I think they got put a sticker on the car. So we never got to go back into that car, but it was a nice little uh, adventure. Um, yeah, we used to do a lot of, uh, a lot of, I'm, I'm not going to say, uh, the greatest of things. It never really left the, the bloody, again, a bin shed. We used to hang about by a bin shed. It was uh, the electric bin, we used to call it. And that's where we used to literally chill. If we weren't in the woods, we'd be chilling there. If we weren't chilling there, we would, like, we never used to go anywhere. We never used to do nothing. And for me... I always wanted to do something, and I was and I was holding myself to this group of friends because I was thinking, oh, these are my mates. This is what, no, this is what I need. But I was always being held back. Need I wanted to do stuff. Let's go and do this. And if one person said no, no one would go anywhere. And you'd be like, what? what why? Why the fuck? What? what so we're just gonna sit here and do this all day, go into the block and smoke fucking weed. And then this used to be a funny joke. You used to buy a bag of weed. One of your mates would say, oh, guess let's have a joint, and you give him a joint, and then you'd have nothing, and you'd be like, oh, bruv. And it's a journey. He'd be like, oh no, mate, oh, I've only got a little bit. And then this is when you started to clock what people were like. You start thinking, when I had nothing, I gave you, I gave you everything I had. And then when I've got nothing, I ask you for something you've got, and you don't nothing. So this is when I started to realise: do not treat people as you are, because there's a lot of certain things that sort of can happen in these sort of times. And as good friends, we went, for, we did a lot of different stuff. There was times. Um, Oh, uh, when we basically was sitting down, I think we might have been absolutely out of our nuts, uh, as I can remember. So this is us like 13, 14, I think. We was literally around my mate Blue's house. It was the place to be, Blue's house. And though we used to go down to his house and all the shit used to happen. We used to basically put our hand through his letterbox, under his latch to get in his ass, even though his old man used to be in sleep and he used to fume. And then we used to get a stick if we couldn't get him with that. We're always in Blue's house. And, um, yeah, one night was all, I think, absolutely peeled out of our heads. All sitting down, I don't know what time it was. Anyway, we got this knock on the window. It was these two lads we uh, we knew. And they were like, come on, boys, we've got, we got a motor. We've got this. We're going to go down here and do this. It's like, what? What? So, all right, cool, we'll meet you. So, we've gone walking to go to the uh, to Barbara's Bridge. That's where we said we was going to meet up. And as we were, we were all out of our nuts. Got to Wolf Road, bosh, my mates pulled up in a fucking Astra van. Like, what the fuck, where'd you get this? He's like, yeah, fucking boy, fucking dad. So wherever the fuck was going on, a lot of tricky stuff was going on, which was, uh, which is what I mean about a lot of naughty stuff. So we was like, oh, that's sweet. He's gone, right, I'm going to take it down to Barbara's Bridge. I've jumped onto the back. I'm, he's now flying through the little country lanes. If you know Wolf Road, there's a little lane that goes all the way to fucking Barbara's Bridge. 
He was blowing down there like he could have crashed. He could have done. He could have done anything, and I would have been gone, dead. Because I'm the silly cunt, jumped on the back, and I'm doing Superman. I'm holding onto the roof rack, legs out, flying down the road. This was sort of saying I remember what I did when I was younger with my mum. But I was doing this flying now with zoom, zoom, flying, jumped off. We've got to Barbara's Bridge. I've jumped down. You're like, bruv, how you going? He's like, what the fuck? Where did you come from? I was like, I was holding onto the back. He's like, you could have fucking died. I was like, ah. Jumped back on. He reversed, smashed into a post. We ended up turning the vehicle upside down and uh, said it like, walked off. What a great, great night it was for loads of 14-year-olds. Do you know what I mean? And this is what they're saying. Get the kids out. Get them out doing stuff. And this is what we was ended up fucking doing. So we're walking back now. I've ended up going into the back of the, uh, the, back of the van to find a, uh, there was this little CD. It was a, I remember, it wasn't a CD. Sorry, it was a tape cassette. It was a little cassette. It was Happy Hardcore. I remember it to this day. I had that CD playing, that CD everywhere. From when I was 14 to probably 18, everywhere. Oh, what, what, um, uh, Sidewinder, something like that. Some Valentine Bash. Oh, it was so good. But anyway, it was a new music to me, listening to this uh, Happy Hardcore. Oh, it was naughty. Anyway, so we're walking back. Is uh, my mate with his girlfriend. There's about four blokes, maybe five of us. So there's about six, seven of us walking back through the uh, the, the pits. All of a sudden, the old Bill pull up, run up to us, and they're like, "Oh, where, where, where are you going?" And we're like, "Oh, we're just walking home. Like, where have you been?" And we're like, oh, "Been to a party in Cheshire." And they're like, "Where are you going?" And we're like, we're "Going back to my house. I live in Wormley. He lives in Broxbourne. We're walking through the fields because that's where we come from." And like, do you know why there's that smoke over there? And as we turn around, there's this big cloud of smoke going up. We had no fucking clue. Uh, so, uh, no, no idea, mate. Like, we've just come from down there. And they're like, oh, all right. And then they fucked off and ran off. Oh, yeah. So when they pulled us up, the first thing they said to us was like, where have you been, guys? Been for a gangbang? And a poor little bird we was with, a little, little blonde bird, my mate's girlfriend. Yeah, oh, God. We were looking up. Oh, how can you say that? Oh. They did look a bit dodgy, all of us walking out. And they were like, let's see your hands. And then we were showing our hands. It was all uh, it was all, all right, luckily. And uh, yeah, walked off. Ended up leaving. One person went one way. One person went the other way. One person went the other way. And it, that's just sort of how it always was. It was all these sort of things sort of happening all the time. Just doing something dodgy. Well, I do. I wake up, get myself out, get myself to the springs, knock for Scott, go and see if Dave's in. And if no one was in, I'd go to my aunties and then I'd go back to see people around. There was nothing else for me to do. So that's why I'd sort of keep myself always just trying to stay out the house, always literally out the house, out somewhere doing something, even though... There was nothing to do or no one to be around. I'd be out there walking, literally. I'd walk for a walk across to the springs. Then if no one was in the springs, I'd go to Hoddiston, see what was happening up there. And again, if nothing was happening, I'd just come back down. But yeah, the amount of uh, the times with the Springs boys, there's a, there's a plenty of subjects to have talk about. And I'll go through it a lot more with um, some pals sometimes. We'll get into some um, old stories, which sort of trigger and have a good laugh with because... I can um, I can imagine there were some funny times that we've had that I won't be able to sort of remember all by myself. And I get triggers because a certain little things trigger me and get me going. And then I start buzzing. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had that group of friends for a while. There was, uh, again, loads of shit that always happens. There's always someone doing some sort of shit. Uh, had my phone robbed uh, in Blue's house. It was only me, Blue, this guy and his girlfriend, and uh, ended up, Finding out, funny enough, 
this is why it's a funny old world. I always say you find out so much stuff in the world. Um, so anyway, I remember waking up. I fell asleep in his house, woke up. No, I walked wherever I was going, got to where I was going, realised I had no phone. I run back to the house to think, oh, Blue, I must have dropped my phone. He was like, no, there's no phone here. And I'm thinking, that's fucking really strange anyway. So didn't find a phone. A couple of weeks later, I uh, spoke to this guy called Jamie in college somewhere. And he said, oh, this kid sold uh, this phone to this person. And it was the phone that I had. And I was like, oh, that's strange. I was like, I was like did, did you uh, see it? He was like, oh, yeah, no, no, he was... Uh, he was selling it. And this was the geezer who had a girlfriend who was my best mate. And I was like, oh, okay. So I was I went to this, and this was funny because the geezer that he sold it to, there was a drug dealer in the estate who I knew quite well. Um, growing up, these drug dealers, they wanted me to do things. They asked me to do this and to do that. And I'd always say, no, no, I'm fucking not stupid. I'm not going to go fucking work for fucking people. Fuck off. I'd do anything, I'd do it for myself, but I'll fucking get myself involved in all that bullshit. Do you know what I mean? So no, I knew him through um I think he knew my mum something or somewhere down the line. So it was how I sort of knew sort of people. Uh and yeah, so I rang this geezer up, I said, Oh, blah, blah, blah. I think that's my phone. I think your mate's bought, he was working for you. He went, Yeah, go to the ass. I went to the house, knocked on the door, said, Can I see the phone? He'd come down with a phone, I took the battery out, and he had my name Joe, because I scraped my name in the back of it. Happy days. Took the phone back, didn't have to pay him no money. Ran the geezer, said thank you very much. Geezer was like, no trouble. So in the end, I got my phone back anyway, so it didn't really matter. But what I sort of learned from a very young age is people that you think are your best friends, people you think are your friends, they're not. They're, they're only there for a reason. And for one reason is for themselves. And that's sort of what I learned growing up. Um, I had to learn the hard way. Do you know what I mean? But I learned a way. And that's to me... It was great. I don't. I never hate these people. Don't bother me. Do you know what I mean? It just taught me so much. Grateful it happened. Do you know what I mean? But at a young age, I was devastated. It fucking broke me. It was my friend. It was my best friend. And then they're saying, "Oh no, it was it was his girlfriend." And I was like, "Yeah, but if it was his girlfriend, and you still knew that you still did it, so it doesn't even matter if it was his girlfriend, and he can claim this and that." To me, that was you robbed off your best mate. And I've never sort of done anything to sort of my good friends but but that is because i held friends very high um not having too much i had my family but they my friends is what i sort of held so high so yeah it was a certain a uh, few other things that happened there was we used to uh, drive this kid ricky uh ginger ricky he used to drive his uh he used to get cars he used to have a car every week it was a different it was a sierra fiesta he had a car every week it didn't matter what day it was he had a um he had a car and he was always driving, no license, nothing, always getting pulled. There was a couple of times we uh, we got pulled by the old bill. The first time I ever went into the cell on my own was because of him, because he picked up a car that was stolen and all of this nonsense, but we're stupid. As youngsters, we just followed. He was older. He was happy to follow and go for the, go for the drive. And stupid things happened. But, um, yeah, he, uh, he, he was a... Funny guy, literally every week he'd have a different car. And one time he had a Colt and two litre. And this is before I learned how to drive. So I've asked him, always wanting to drive. And my mate uh, Scott said, All right, come on, we'll go with Ricky's car and he'll show you how to drive. And this is, I was like, All right, cool, bro. Cool, mate. And I was like, Yeah, jumped in. He's like, Right, you put down foot on the accelerator. 
you accelerate, you push the clutch in, you push the, um, the gear stick into first, you let go of the clutch, you push down with the uh, accelerator, then you put it into second, you push the clutch down. I was like, all right, all right, all right, put the foot down and accelerate, bam, drop the clutch, put it into first, bam, into, into second, bam, and then so when I put it into third, as I went to put it into third, he's going, change gear, change gear. So I put my foot down the clutch, foot still on hard, the accelerator. Instead of going into third, I pushed it straight into first, let go of the clutch, it went, Bang! Fire coming out the bottom of the car. We're driving. This we've just blew the engine up. I'm ended up still managing to fucking get round the um to get round the little circuit that we were doing. Fire was dripping from the bottom of the vehicle. Ricky's screaming, "Me car, me car, get me toolbox out!" And we was like, "Yeah, fuck that!" Jumped out the car, ran off like boom. Up the car went down. We used to call it the Sluge Gates. I think it was called. This is a, it was a place we used to jump the barriers. Well, Rick used to drunk the barriers with his motor and then we used to hack around fields but um yeah so they were uh, some little stories from my friends the uh, the springs boys as we used to call them but i learned from there i moved from there to wales and i got a couple of different friends it was more one or two friends very very good close friends that i still speak to today and then i came back to london and then i, I sort of grew a whole new set of like it was my my not my rules my thing, but I got a good group of friends around me that I thought I was building a a good little group of friends because that's what I always wanted a tight knit group of friends. But as time went on, it never really sort of um, it never sort of really ended up like it ended up quite well. But again, it would be another story for another time. I'm gonna have to cut this one short, so we're getting near to the end. Again, guys, thank you for listening in. I really appreciate it. If you enjoyed today's subject, please like, comment, follow, share with your friends or anyone you may feel like it. Please send me an email, a message. If there's anything you want to hear or talk about in the future, good health, good luck. This is Lousy Talks.